You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. Have you ever feel like you don't know what to work on during your day? And what I mean by that is you have all this work to do. You're doing a lot of things. There's a lot of moving parts. You know there's a lot of things that you have to do during the day, but you're not entirely sure what to work on first or where is the most impactful part uh, or impactful thing that you can work on to move your business. All right. I've been there. I've done that. Um, I tend to fall back into that every now and again where I'm doing a lot of busy work. Um, not necessarily busy nothings, but they're not things that immediately impact my business. I, I used to be in a place where I did all those things and nothing ever happened. <laughs> but what I found is that over time, it became easier to move my business if I focus on a few things. And I'm going to talk about that here. So in this order of importance, you will work on sales, marketing, client work, and administrative tasks. So I'll say that again, sales, marketing, client work, and admin things. And if you've ever hear, heard me talk about this, this has been one of the driving factors in creating momentum and sustaining your business over the long haul. So first up, sales. Sales and marketing, two totally different things. Believe it or not, sales is about having conversations with people and getting them to purchase something that you have, answering any questions that they have about what you have. Marketing is about tracking people to you so they can actually find you and decide for themselves if this is worth something they could purchase or be interested in. But if you don't have any clients, if you don't have um, enough revenue coming in the door, your first obligation is always, always to have sales conversations. And through those conversations, because one of the quickest ways to generate business and increase your revenue is through conversations. So no business, no revenue, you need to be having conversations. However, you create those conversations. That's your main goal. So what I mean by that is, let's say you're using LinkedIn as the primary way to connect with people, speak with people, invite people to, you know, have a conversation with you about, you know, something that you're, you're selling or whatever. You can use LinkedIn as a channel. You can go in on a daily basis, reach out to five people if that was your thing, if that was your system. And just start connecting and inviting people to conversations. And in that conversation, you talk about, you know, um, depending what type of call it is, you talk about what they do, their business, anything that they're struggling with. You talk about what you're selling or not selling, or maybe you can offer help in one way or another. But in that conversation, you have an opportunity to generate a prospect or a lead for your business. That is much quicker and faster than actual marketing. Now, this is a form of marketing, but they are. Sales and marketing are married to it to one another. They're like the different sides of the same coin, but they function in two different ways. So your first obligation, if you do not have any revenue coming indoors to have sales conversations, to increase those sales conversations that you're having on a daily basis. And that is your highest priority. Anything else does not matter until you get revenue in the door. Marketing. Marketing is second on the list because if you are having sales conversations and you have some form of revenue coming in the door, then your marketing is going to attract the people that you need or you want to work with. 
And so that is the social media posts that are the videos that you create. That is, um, you know, face like the Facebook group that I have is a form of marketing is a marketing tool. But if I have clients, my marketing is supposed to help me bring in additional clients in the door. If I don't have any clients, I don't work on marketing till later. Right. So I'll have those conversations first. So maybe I schedule my day according to maybe the first part of my day is sales. So that may take 30 to 40 minutes, maybe an hour at the most. Um, if let's say I'm using LinkedIn as that channel. So I'm reaching out to a few people on LinkedIn, making connections, inviting them to a conversation and whether they respond or not is still part of the sales conversation. So I'm doing the invitation and then I have social media posts or videos to support what goes out there in the world. While I'm having those conversations and maybe my marketing means that I'm creating content, maybe that marketing means I am redoing my landing page or working on my website or whatever next best tool that's going to help generate leads. Either I'm working on that or somebody else is working on that. Maybe my assistant is working on that. Maybe I follow up on my assistant and making sure that she is creating the content, whatever your system is. If I am the CEO of my firm, I'm having those conversations. I'm making sure that my marketing is in point. If I have other people working for me, I am making sure that those sales conversations, maybe those numbers is um, they're on point or, or on target. And my marketing is being done according to the messaging and brand and the voice that I want out there. You're really following up on those things as a true CEO. But as a solo entrepreneur, this is what you're working on. Sales first, marketing second. And you do not put those two out of order. So you do not do marketing first and sales second because of where you are revenue-wise. So like I said, sales first, marketing, and then you have your client work is third because your work will always be there, especially if somebody is paying you to do something. You're going to do the work anyway. And if you are solo, then it's going to get done regardless. They are already paying you. You already have the client in the door. And it's just a matter of setting time aside to do the work. But a lot of times we forget that we have to still generate leads and clients even when we're busy. And I've spoken with many clients who go through this roller coaster effect of I am doing my client work. I can't really focus on marketing or focus on sales. And then at some point down the line, it's. I don't have any clients. I don't have any revenue coming in the door. If you maintain the system of doing your sales and your marketing first before anything else, regardless of what's going on in the world, you will find that that lull, that slow time that you think you have every year, every season, like around the holiday season or something, it it really isn't there. So I hear this from a lot of different types of clients. Well, you know, around the holiday season, people don't really want to buy. No, that's absolutely not true, actually. I've seen an attorney uh, work with a client or have an attorney's client sign up with them on a day of New Year's or Thanksgiving or on Christmas, and it wasn't even an emergency, right? I've had real estate professionals uh, sell houses during the holidays and even when other agents thought it was a slower period. So it's usually around the mindset that you're thinking about when you say people aren't buying in a different in a particular holiday or a season. But if you were able to be consistent in what you do on a daily basis, your sales, having sales conversations, followed by doing your marketing activities, you'll find that that lull that I'm speaking about that you think exists during those seasons don't actually exist as much as you think they do. 
So again, third on the list is client work, right? It's always going to get done no matter what you do because they're paying you to do it. And then from there, administrative tasks. So sales, marketing, client work, and admin. Admin is fourth on the list because you can typically delegate these out. So these admin tasks are about maybe reviewing your bookkeeping at the end of the month or the week or um, creating maybe your systems and things, sending out invoices, things like that. Most of that stuff can be automated, but as a true CEO, you can uh, figure out how often you're going to have those conversations with your staff. If you're a solo, you set time aside. But I'd recommend really creating your workday around this, around your sales, your marketing, your client work, and your administrative tasks. And then you're, you're going to find that as you do this daily, maybe you need to push your admin tasks towards the end of the week. Maybe you set a day aside for marketing. But your sales and your marketing are what I call vegetable projects. And so just like our business, our bodies need vegetables to survive, our business does as well. And so those vegetables includes having sales conversations, having doing the marketing in your business, uh, making sure that there's still a system in place that actually generates the revenue to, to you. So with that, uh, just to summarize, to organize your day just a little bit more, sales, marketing, client work, and administrative tasks. Now, as you grow, you'll find that most of this work can be delegated out to someone else. The sales conversations can be held by somebody else, essentially. Your marketing, you can get an agency, you can get a per-project person, uh, Upwork, Fiverr, wherever. A part-time assistant, virtual assistant can do most of this stuff. The client work, depending on what industry that you're in, you can get somebody else to help you with the client work or delegate some of that work out. I know in most professional industries, because I work with a lot of attorneys, but in the professional industries, you can delegate most of the work. Like the paralegals do that. The legal assistants do that. Uh, for coaches, you might have a virtual assistant that help, helps uh, get some of this stuff off of your, your plate. So same thing with administrative tasks, right? As you grow, these systems that you create for working in your business can be delegated out and you can have some order of your day. So with that, I'm going to ask you, what have you learned and what are you going to do differently? Like I said, it's easy to consume information. It's even easier not to do anything with it. So if you've learned anything from what I've discussed today, what is it and what are you going to do about it? And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society we live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.